You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, 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 what is up? What is good? Week six pick time. Yay. Congratulations to your Yankees. Hey, thanks. Does man. it feel good? It does feel good. The Yanks. Uh, sorry to all the Indians fans. Sorry, it is. Um, it the Yanks are a really exciting team. Like, it feels like when I'm back in high school when the Yanks were kind of like 95, 96, yeah. and you went, ooh, this team could be special. So I'm pumped. Sorry uh, to talk baseball. No, it's interesting to me. I feel like we're in this era now where if you go down 2 0, 3 0, we've seen it so much. Yeah. And I feel like we always see the statistics that are like, a team 95% of the time doesn't come. It happens like every single time. It's happened a lot more, certainly, yeah. I mean, Which, you, hey, NFL teams, if you had a bad start to the season, let's bounce back. Let's yeah. do a little Yankees, huh? Yeah, a little Yanks. All right. Uh, let's take a look at how we did last week. Uh-oh. I took a bath. Why? Because the Patriots. I had to have, too. Uh, you are currently still three games ahead of me. We both went six, seven, and one. Damn. Uh, I lost. I only lost five hundred and ten. That's because I won two hundred on Green Bay, and I won on a few other teams. I can't remember. I am down nearly sixteen hundred dollars. You are down five hundred and forty. And uh, oh, good! I found myself. Ooh. I almost lost my mind. Um, all right, so we're going to go through. And apparently, I'm being told that we are very different this week. Good. I don't know about money. Right. I don't know about details. No one told you about my bets? No. You're not going to cheat no, this time? No, no, no. I mean, you didn't open your big mouth to everybody? I mean, no. You did not, obviously, because nobody's told me about it. Okay. Yeah, you like that? Steve Day Donato, what's up? I'm, Let's... Going, I'm going back to old school. Like, what does that mean? I Let's mean, let people know your strategy. Well, I'm, I'm going back to, like, screw for the sake of the show, me making some interesting bets, right? I'm going just the two or three games that I like the most. When I used to help my friends out gamble, right, I had a few rich friends uh, back in the day who would always ask me for, like, one bet of the week, and I would give it to them, and they would give me 10% of their earnings. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I would catch fire. And I would always pick one or two games. I won three games this week, really, that I'm only betting on. I can't – I don't really believe your story. 
All right, fine. No, I, ju- I just don't believe that you had friends. Let's go to the Thursday night game. Carolina, Philadelphia in Carolina. My Eagles, baby. One of the games of the week. Four and one versus four and one. The Eagles with the third rank offense. The Panthers, Panthers with the third rank defense. But the Panthers offense is 18th. The Eagles defense is 22nd. It's an even line. What I mean by that is the Panthers are favored by three at home. So we truly believe that it is going to be a close game. James McCoy is saying Philly. Brandon and Ortel is saying Eagles by six. Let me give you my Adam Lefko breakdown. Yeah. What scares me as an Eagles fan, no Lane Johnson. Here is how the Eagles are. Let me make my pick first. I'm going Carolina, and I'm going $10. I'm not putting a lot on this game. Eagles with Lane Johnson. Carson Wentz, uh, 20 touchdowns to five interceptions, 99.9 rating, 9-2 and two record. Right. Without Lane Johnson, Six touchdowns to 12 interceptions, 70 rating, 2-8 and eight record. Yep. Eagles running offense, I told you they're number one in time of possession, fifth in yards per game. Panthers defense, ninth in points allowed, sixth against the run. Uh, and then I, I know you're going to talk about this, just the size of the Panthers wide receivers. Sure. I think this could be a fantastic game. I just think because it's in Carolina, that three points, I'm going with the Panthers. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of logic there. Uh, it's a scary game in general to me. I think these teams are very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, just to get it off the bat, I'm doing Carolina as well for $10. It's Thursday. I, I picked the game. I, I, I don't trust it. I picked the game just for my overall score. score. I picked Carolina to win 24-20. to 20. Uh, I think there's a f- few things I look at. Um, first of all, you know, both of the teams, like I said, are very similar. They want to win the game up front with their physicality on both sides of the football. And I think it's a pretty even match uh, from that standpoint, where I really just think I give the edge to the Carolina Panthers maybe over Philadelphia, and I think they're going to win the game. I think their defense is just a hair more complete than your defense mm. at all three levels. I know they're not amazing. Good to have Fletcher Cox back. It is big. It's, that's going to be a big difference, no doubt about it. But I just look at, I think, what Carolina has in all three levels of their secondary – They don't ask their corners to do anything that they physically aren't capable of doing. And I think the Carolina defense is just a little more special than yours. And, yes, like you said a little bit, it's really hard to match up. Uh, Carolina does a lot of the Kansas City – Kansas City-ish stuff on offense, right, with the speed sweeps. I think they're continuing to grow that offense. Mm. They stress you out. But like you said, it's really hard to match up with Carolina. Even when you play man-to-man against them – their, their receivers are giants. They're 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and they basically box you out like power forwards, and then Cam throws a missile at your chest, yeah. and you can't. They, the defender can't do anything. So Jeff that's really Markison why. saying, Lefko, if you're only betting $10, why not bet on your team? Uh, Josh, my cousin, and my good friend Neil are like, man, can you put some respect on the Eagles? I think that this is going to be a really good game, and the, the one thing that I think could be interesting, right. the Panthers the last two weeks have played the Lions and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. There's no running game there. The Eagles have a legitimate running game. Yeah. This is how I feel about the Eagles. If the Eagles run without Lane Johnson and Holly Poli Vali Vitae mm-hmm. on the Panthers, I'm telling you right now that I might have to pick the Eagles to make that run in the Super Bowl because if they can run on them, I think they could really run on a lot of teams. Without a doubt. This is this is to me the ultimate show me game. Right. And I just I just think it's in Carolina. And I know that you guys probably didn't really watch Cam Newton last week. But Cam Newton with this whole female route thing, and we were talking about this before, may have gotten that kick in the ass. Right. And he just looked like a power forward throwing missiles and running people over. Yeah. And if Carson went, like, 
They're I just want to see it. They're the same team. They really are. I just think the Carolina Panthers are at home. They're at home, and I, yeah, they're a hair better. Even the, I mean, your Eagles, if they lose this game, I'm not going to think no. any differently of them. They are a legit Super Bowl contender. I'm already sold they're on that. They're definitely, yeah. yeah. James McCoy says they're top three NFC for sure. I think so as well. Uh, let's go on to the team that I lost a lot of money on last week, New England Patriots, heading down to New York to take on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Three Jets for three straight wins. How about this? Week six, and they have the same freaking record. This is where it's interesting. Patriots still have the number one offense, the last place defense. Jets offense is 26th, and their defense is 25th. Mm-hmm. Patriots are favored by nine and a half. Let me give you some interesting trends. Patriots, in their previous eight games against the Jets, won six and one against the spread. Mm. I had originally sent this into producer canvasser. Right. Let me take the Jets plus nine and a half. Mm-hmm. I, th- I woke up this morning in a cold sweat. Yeah. And I thought, Bill Belichick has 10 days to prepare, and you're telling me the Jets are going to be able to score? Right. I just don't see it. $10, I'm not putting any money on the Patriots. $10 on the Patriots minus nine and a half. Um, I, it just it's going to come down to I just think this this Jets trend ends and I'm not betting against Bill Belichick with 10 days to prepare. Yeah, extra time certainly plays into it. Uh, just to throw mine up there right away, I did $10 on the Patriots as well. I'm picking the Patriots to win the game 27 to 17. Feel good about that. I think this is a bad matchup for the Jets, it, just in general. Just when I break it down, forget I know it's New England and the Jets and all that, but just from a purely football standpoint, I look at it like this. First of all, Gronkowski should be back and ready to go. That's going to be tough. The Jets, their three wins have come against teams that are not very good on the offensive side of the ball. No. Jacksonville, Miami, Cleveland. Sorry, exactly. you're not going to slow down and Tom the Patriots Brady aren't and company. Trying to run. No, and, and and I think you know again. The, the, the Jets, and you, you go around to the other side of the ball, they wanna, the, the Jets want to kind of impose their physicality in the run game. That's one area I look at and go, you're not going to do that to the Patriots. The Patriots are still big. They might not be quite as dominant in the front seven as they were last year, but I don't think the Jets are going to push them around in the run game. Like we said last week on the Thursday night game with the, the Patriots in Tampa Bay, Belichick took away the confusion for the secondary. That's over. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't put them in situations where Stephon Gilmore or Malcolm Butler could screw up man-to-man coverage rules or how to pass somebody off in a bunch. They went to the simple aspect, and they played great, right? They did. Until the fourth quarter when it became garbage time. And I mean, they kind of went prevent on them. They did. They went a little prevent. And I just don't know, again, I don't think the Jets' offense is quite good enough to overcome um, – what I think will be a better defense from the Patriots, and of course, just the points what the Patriots will put Am up. Am I on right the or wrong the with this? Yeah. The Jets have a very good defense, yes. but they don't have great pass rushers. No, they do not. And that's kind of where I'm like, you need to pressure Tom Brady, right. and they're going to contain, but, but their strength is not something the Patriots want to do, which is pound the ball. Yes, the ball. right. And they're just going to spread everybody out. The, the thing I'm excited to see. Yeah. Marcus May, Jamal Adams, how are they going to do in space? I mean, they're drafted, and they're drafted because of Gronk. I mean, they don't think that the Jets didn't think of those type of players to go, well, we got Gronk in our conference. We're going to have to deal with New England in this tight end play. We need guys that can match up. You're exactly right. And Lefko, to add to that point where I think you're spot on, too, 
Well, that's what scares me. No great pass rushers playing New England. And what happens then is you start to blitz and do stuff that you maybe don't want to do. And Brady's seen every blitz under the sun. You can't blitz Tom Brady. You just have to take a chance every now and then to just keep him on edge. Also, But if you do honest, it too much, you're screwed. The Browns outplayed the Jets last week. They did, totally. And I didn't I – did, like, I had the Jets and I went, what am I doing? Yeah, it's scary. So that's but I'm only doing $10 because right. I don't trust the Patriots right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't either. All right, let's go to Miami at Atlanta. Miami looks like a train wreck co- combined with a car crash. Uh, and Jay Cutler and that 32nd ranked offense. Guys, if you watched that Dolphins Titans games last week, I really apologize. That was rough. <laughs> Falcons are coming off of a bye. Yep. They are the fourth ranked offense and the 10th ranked defense. And honestly, I have more faith in their defense right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm really happy that Julio Jones had a bye. Let's get healthy. The problem is one hit, that back could be a problem again. Yep. And the problem with betting on the Falcons is you don't know if it's going to happen mid-game. Yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden the offense is completely different. Right. With all of that being said, yep. one of my big bets of the week. Okay. $300 on the Atlanta Falcons. It's 11 and a half. Um, the Falcons have gone 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five games after a bye. I think that this is a – I love that – Dan Quinn is a guy that can keep his guy motivated. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, there. I don't think Miami's going to score against Atlanta. Right. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And this reminds me a lot of the Jets-Patriots game where the Dolphins want you to run the ball. And the Falcons are going to go, that's fine. Yeah. I know that we have Tevin Coleman and stuff. We're going to pass. Mm-hmm. And that Dolphins secondary is so bad, I'm going $300. And now we're going to see what Sims is doing. I mean, the, the only thing that scares me in this is is the bye week issue, right? The bye week, does that always mean the team's going to play of better? Of course, so I know. scare me. But so I think some teams are good on the having bye. Having said that, yeah, they are. I mean, and I, and I obviously believe it more than you because I am putting $500 on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, and uh, I think Atlanta's going to win this game 31-17. to uh, but I, I think the concerns are legit. First of all, yeah, the Miami offense, not good. Jay Cutler, I am questioning him right now. Sorry. I don't know if he really wanted to play, but he just saw $10 million and said it because his actions don't show that. me. The way his body looks doesn't show me that he's totally Ooh, invested. Body. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he can lift weights. He can eat a steak. He's allowed to do that. That's the one thing I look at this him right now. This all goes back to when his wife posted a picture of his bare Well, it all go back to his wife in general. His wife has apparently tried to change him into a male model because if you see him in the post-game press conference, he's, that's all he's concerned with now is his hair and how tight his shirt is. So uh, that, the, that well, I'm just saying, those are where I think his mind's at. This is a guy that didn't want to play football. But regardless, just getting back to the basics of the game itself, uh, I have no faith. And, yeah, Miami wants you, to run the fo- wants you to run the football just because they know their secondary stinks. Well, Atlanta can do everything on both sides uh, on, on offense. They can run the ball. They can throw it, play action passes, whatever it may be. Yeah, I have a hard time thinking they're going to stop Atlanta. And yes, Atlanta's defense is for real. And I have a hard time thinking that really the Dolphins are going to get anything going. I was generous in giving them 17 points. I really thought it's going to be like a 31-10 game with like a late touchdown by the Dolphins to make it look semi-respectable. But yes, I'm picking Atlanta 31-17. Amy Fitzgerald Rooney just commented left go looking scruffy handsome. Ooh, scruffy handsome. Uh, And then Queen Kara Clark wrote in Kaepernick over Cutler, Sims. Ooh, nah. No, I would take Kaepernick, certainly. From the playing football standpoint, yes, that's I, I would. There's no doubt about it. Um, I'm sorry. Do just, you think that Jay Ajayi is good? 
Uh, I, I do think Jay Ajayi is good. How bad is this offensive line? Uh, I don't. I think it's everything combined. The offensive line has been horrible for sure, uh, and then there's no pass game off of it right now to take any of the pressure off. The offensive line is not horrible to me. I just think the offense is in a bad spot where they cannot get the pass game going, and teams are basically just fearless as far as guarding Jay Cutler and some of their receivers right now. My prediction yeah. after the bye, Tevin Coleman will be the featured back not Devontae Freeman. Mm. Devontae might get more carries, but I think the big plays are going to be Tevin Coleman this week. Well, they're going to find ways to get him the ball. They have to. We're still on Sarkeesian watch to wait and see how that offense does. All right, next up, Green Bay at Minnesota, one of only two road favorites on the docket. Excuse me, three. New England's favorite on the road, Green Bay's favorite on the road, and Tampa Bay is favorite on the road. Um Green Bay, 16th on offense, 11th on defense. And look at the Vikings, 9th on offense, 7th on defense. Green Bay is favored by three. It is in Minnesota. Um, I don't remember what I did. Oh, I did Green Bay $10. This was one that I really wanted to go Minnesota, but I'm going $10 on Green Bay. I'm not putting a lot of money on this. I think that Aaron Rodgers has not put up a ton of points in Minnesota. But the problem is I'm looking at Minnesota right now. I'm going, they don't have Dalvin Cooks. I don't know what's going on with Stephon Diggs. Mm -hmm. All of the athletes are gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you watch Minnesota against Chicago, I know they're a different team at home. Mm -hmm. Latavius Murray don't got it. No, he's running on one leg. Jarek McKinnon's pretty good, but I don't think he's going to outrun the Packers. I think the Packers actually have speed. Well, I think his two biggest runs of the game the other night were when the Bears' defense didn't line up, and they just were fortunate. You're right. That's really what it was. And then I'm looking the other side, and I'm I'm just going, I really want to pick Minnesota because I thought Case Keenan played really well in the second half. Right. I just I just don't see the weapons on offense. Yeah. I, I love Adam Thielen, mm-hmm. but I just I don't I, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I'm I'm exactly with you. I'm going ten dollars on Green Bay, same exact thought process. I picked them to win the game twenty to seventeen, which is actually be a push. Uh, but regardless, is a tough place to play. Minnesota is a very tough place to play. Uh, again, we have offensive line. I, I, I want to know the, the thing yes. to watch out for is the tackle issues again for for Green Bay too, because I mean, that is a different thing. I think they're going to be back this week. There was nothing yesterday. Did you see the clip um, of Troy Aikman with Bakhtiari? No. There is a clip. Right. You have to watch it. Right. Check it out online. Where he goes, oh, and he blew by Bakhtiari there. And then the Fox cameras show Bakhtiari on the sideline, not dressed in his uniform. And Troy Aikman freezes for five seconds. <laughs> There's silence on the broadcast. And then Troy Aikman goes, well, that wasn't Bakhtiari. That was somebody else. But it was like he saw a ghost. Right. Bakhtiari Bakhtiari's one of the cooler looking offensive linemen in the NFL, by the way. He is cool. He's got the ponytail and he's got like the, I he looks like a bodyguard for a soprano. In Tennessee. So he, he is. He's a cool dude. Uh, it, Back to your actual football. The points, the, the tackle the tackle thing I think is big because of wh- why because what happens is they end up having to play McCray number sixty four at left guard and if you watch the Cowboys game at all last week he doesn't block very well okay so that is going to be an issue against Minnesota if one of these tackles is not playing regardless I think they're going to be healthy but nonetheless Minnesota matches up tremendous with Green Bay's well. offense. I mean, those receiver. I mean, those receivers against that secondary is going to be uh, a great matchup. But at the end of the day, I think what you said about Minnesota's offense yeah. is what scares me too. Green Bay's defense is not great, but it's better than it's been the last two years. It's a little bit got a little more depth on the front seven. They're 
mixing around personnel sets like and Jones. stuff. Exactly right. So they are they are a team that I do think their defense is good enough to slow down Minnesota overall, and that's why I'm going Green Bay. I didn't see who commented. I apologize, yeah. but they did write this happens every year. A Rod carries us the entire season until he can't do it anymore, and then we fall apart. Right. Well, I, usually they've I'm already fallen apart, this and then he's had to carry extra more. Yes. So this is a different way around. But yes, you think Jones has success running against Minnesota? I do. I think he's the perfect guy. I don't know if he's going to have success. I'm going to say this. This is where I do think, like we talked about on the podcast uh, that came out today, it's just a big thing to me more than anything that I look at is Jones is going to keep the defense to respect the run to a degree. And then we talked about the two tight end set that we've seen out of them. With Lance Kendrick and Martellus Bennett, that's a new little wrinkle uh, that I do think you're going to continue to see from the Green Bay offense that's going to help them and take a little pressure off of Rodgers. You know why I like that? Not just in terms of looks. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is fantastic at manipulating a defense yep. as they're trying to substitute. Right. And if a two tight end package mm-hmm. is something they can go out there, and both of those guys are good receivers, right. Bennett and um, Lance Kendrick. Lance Kendricks. Right. It's going to keep a lot of defenses' base packages out there. Yeah. Slower linebackers. Right. And if A-Rod can go into his hurry-up and they're using the two tight ends yes. and you're keeping slower guys in the field, A-Rod's just going to go side to side. i got to no stop calling him A-Rod. Huh. Rogers, Rogers is going to go side to side. Right. And if you try and substitute in a nickel, well, then they can run. Yeah, well, and, let's if, see. and if you try and substitute all, he's going to get you. Can they take it to the next men. level? Double. Uh, no, that's that, it, it, well. That's the next level too. We're gonna see. You know, we saw the tight ends line up in traditional spots. Will they start to split mm. them out, aka the New England Patriots? Uh, I would. Martellus can hope box so. somebody out. No doubt about it. Martellus can get open against receivers. I mean, against safeties and uh, linebackers. Uh, Bears fan Anthony Gerhardt saying, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't on that team, they'd be a top ten draft pick every year. Dude is just a flat out player. Yes, he's the best quarterback we've ever seen. Yes, period. I don't like the fact that we've gone from the best quarterback of all time to the best quarterback we've ever seen. Well, I mean, it's to me, it's it's both. Whatever. I mean, we've only been around since '80, so he's the best I've ever seen. And I was from what say, I've seen of all the old highlights, he's the best there ever was. I was going to say, if you're if you're putting Y.A. <laughs> Tittle in this, I don't know. All right, by the way, R.I.P. All right, next one up: San Francisco at Washington. Washington is a 10-point favorite. They're 2-2. Two and two. They're coming off of a bye as well. San Francisco is 0-5. Washington is top 10 offensive and defense. San Francisco is 22nd on offense, 28th on defense. San Francisco has lost their last four games by a combined 11 points. And some of them have been on the road. Yeah. Uh, just an interesting stat. The Niners have won four straight against Washington. In the last three, they've held them to under 10. But mm. we do this all the time. Yeah. What teams were they? Who right. the hell knows? Right. Uh, I am going, uh, no surprise here. Uh, actually, there is a big surprise. $100 on San Francisco mm. plus 10. Yeah. Washington off of a bye. Yeah. Washington, with all of those injuries, right. no Josh Norman, all of those injuries, I'm not saying San Francisco is going to win. Yeah, Home, road, they're keeping it close. Washington does not have a running game. They right. really don't. One-dimensional. And I think this Soleil defense has been really fantastic. Right. Um, and... I don't know. I know Minuski. Minuski has gotten his team up the last two weeks. Prime time. Oakland Raiders. Kansas City Chiefs. And now it's San Francisco. Mm-hmm. To me, after a bye, not really focusing, probably looking ahead, seeing how the division's playing out, I think this is a sleepwalking Washington game. Mm-hmm. And I think Kyle Shanahan is going to go, I am ready 
to go against Washington and bring all of my fury to them, I'm, I'm feeling San Francisco. Oof. Tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. I have to tell you that. Now, I don't. I, I am also taking Washington, but for $10. You're taking San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco, excuse me, for $10. I'm, I'm picking the Redskins <laughs> to win the, the game 28-20. I don't know why I did that. It does scare me uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, first of all, the the defense for San Francisco is not doing that great. It's falling. what do you mean? Well, I mean, gosh, Jacoby Brissett threw for 300 yards, and Marlon Mack had 90 on nine carries, and Frank Gore had 50 on like. And then we talk, think about the Rams game. Um, yeah, so there's. I'm not confident in the 49ers defense. I don't know where. I to just think with 10 it. points is a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Now, also, we talked about Shanahan being ultra pumped to go against Joel his old Dovecchio team, right? Says I'm dumb. The Redskins are going to also be pumped to make sure Shanahan doesn't do good. To this is kind of thing that Dan Snyder's probably going to go down to the coaches and be like, "Hey, listen, yeah, I hate because you know what? Family. There's nothing I think is so, going to rile up a team more than Dan the well, Penguin when Snyder the, when the waddling owners, down and going, "Hey, I don't care about you, but I need this because I hate that other guy." I think that a reverse effect. Well, I, I don't know about that. When the owner Worst talks, owner in it can be. But regardless, I just think that when I look at the Redskins, uh, their weapons on the offensive side of the ball, who's going to cover Who's going to cover those guys? I don't really know. The Redskins' run offense has been better lately. You're wrong with that comment as well. God and damn. then, um, but nonetheless, I am You're scared. scared. I'm scared. I'm not. I put ten dollars on it. Yeah, I'm you not going to put ten dollars on San Francisco. I put ten dollars on San Francisco. Yes, but so I we agree. Well, we agree. Yes, but I, I just feel like it's a scary bet where I wouldn't go $100. The injuries on the Redskins, certainly a beat-up football team. Yes, yes, no doubt about it. But I do like, again, what they've done on the defensive side of the ball. It's just too iffy for me. Uh, but regardless, you know, we'll see. I, Redskins are good in my eyes. I, I know I, they're I, good. It's scary when they've had that much time to kind of pick apart. They're going to look at what, oh, Sean McVay did to the 49ers defense. Oh, well, we have these same plays. And then they're going to see what Brissett did. That's why I just A lot of people so. are giving a lot of compliments to the 49ers offensive line. Yeah. I was curious if you're seeing that on film as well. A lot to the right tackle. Well, the offensive line, yeah. I mean, he's a gigantic of a man. Both tackles are very good. The offensive line is good. It's not great. Uh, I mean, but again, this, this is a team that re- – was at the top of football last year in rushing offense with Chip Kelly. So these guys are capable of yeah. moving people along. More and more than anything, though, it's the fact that they've been in two great systems with running the ball. I mean, Shanahan's run system yep. is legit, and of course, Chip Kelly's is pretty good too. All right, I could be dumb on that one, but let's keep going. No, Chicago. I could go either way. I hope so. I want San Francisco to get their win. Chicago at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is favored by six and a half, which definitely caught my attention. Uh, they're twenty eighth in offense. 16th in defense. Chicago's 27th on offense, 6th in defense. It'll be the second game and the first road game for young Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, this one came down to they lose Willie Young for me, and um, I think they're going to want to run the ball, and they have no weapons, and I think that goes right into Baltimore's defense's hands, even right. though Baltimore has allowed some good rushing attacks. Uh, I went Baltimore here, and I don't know why I did, but I went Baltimore $10. Six and a half is a really big spread for a Ravens team that right. can't really score. Um, it's just more of Chicago is a different team on the road. Mm-hmm. And at home, they've been doing great. On the road, they've been really getting blown out in most of their games. Baltimore is a perfect 15-0 and straight up in their last 15 games as a favorite of a touchdown or more, wow. which I thought was an interesting statistic. Right. They're 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven games during that stretch. Yeah. Um, I just think Chicago is a different game on the road, and Trubisky on the road. 
That's where I'm going. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is it's a coin toss. Uh, I'm going with the Bears, but only $10. Hey. I picked it 22-16. Uh, as far as the Baltimore Ravens winning the football game outright. So you have the Ravens winning. I have the Ravens winning, yes. Wow, yeah. and six points right there. So uh, four points. 20 minus 16 is oh, four. I think you said 22 to 16. 20, 20 to 16. Okay. But um, it's a uh, – I think the big thing I look at more than anything is – uh, yeah, I, I have no faith in the Bears' offense to really consistently mount drives against the Ravens' defense. No. The Ravens' defense still stout up front. Uh, Even Jimmy with Smith, all those injuries, we'll see. Huh? Yeah, it's still pretty good. I mean, now I, I want to see what, like, Carl Davis's issue is. I don't even know what he is. He's really one of their better run stoppers, and they had to play Willie Henry in there, uh, which I don't love necessarily, but I do think the Ravens' defense is still good enough. Lack of weapons on the Bears' offense. I do think the Bears might be able to have some success. Trubisky take care of the ball. The Bears' defense is good. I'm not sitting here going to go, oh, the Ravens are fixed. The one thing I do like about what I saw from the Ravens against the Raiders in that film, the Ravens did run the football well, and they took some shots down the field, uh, which Jeremy was refreshing. Yeah, and well, Wallace was the one that yes. really went off. He had the three receptions for 133. Uh, but, yeah, I just think it's too much for Chicago to overcome in Baltimore. I think it'll be a close football game, though. I do think that the Bears will hang around. By the way. Yeah. Everyone's agreeing with me. He said 22 to 16. Let's go to Detroit uh, at New Orleans. 16. Detroit at New Orleans, another primetime game. Uh, three and two versus two and two. It's in New Orleans. Saints are seventh on offense, 29th on defense. They're coming off of a bye. Lions are 29th on offense. 29th on offense? Yeah. Wow, 18th yep. on defense. Uh, this one, I think the line is so big because we don't know what's going to happen with Matthew Stafford. Right. Caldwell is being very coy. Mm -hmm. He's not telling people what's going on. He, uh, Stafford was hobbling around the end of the game. He said they, he was going to play, though. I just, yes. You know, so. They just they rely so much on Stafford yes. that if he's beat up, it's scary. Let right. me give you some little trends here. Yeah. Saints have won 10 straight October games. Hmm. They're 5-0 and against the spread after a bye the right. last five years. This one is st shocking. Yeah. In the last 60 games, as an underdog of four points or more, the Lions are 6-54. and 54. Wow. That's impressive. I am putting $100 on the New Orleans Saints. Yep. Sean Payton is one of those guys that I think uses the bye week well. Mm -hmm. And I think that the whole of the Detroit Lions defense the last two years has been right in the middle. And I think the Saints are going to go right over the middle. Yeah. Alvin Kamara... Maybe we'll see Willie Sneed. I don't know. Michael Thomas. I think that the Saints start getting this ball rolling and they start becoming the team that Chris Sims thinks they're going to be yeah. when he picked them to win the South. Mm -hmm. I think the Lions are really good. They just lost Haloti Nada. I just am looking at a rested Saints team that got rid of AP and yeah. their offense is ready to go, and I'm worried about Stafford. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I think those are really a lot of the main points. Uh, I'm going with the Saints as well, but I'm only going $10. I yeah. it's still, it just it's a good Lions me. team. It just it scares me just more than anything. Um, first of all, I think the Saints are going to win the game, just so you know, 31-24. to 24. That's the score I picked. Uh, I, I think what more of this scares me is both secondaries. I mean, these are two of the poorer pass defenses mm. in football. The Lions are 27th in pass defense. That doesn't bode well against Willie Sneed and, and Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara and, you know, Thomas and all that. So I just feel like that's a little scary, like you said, with the extra, the extra time with the bye week. And, you know, another big factor to me, why I didn't want to bet the money is New Orleans secondary scares me as well. And they don't have – Great pass rush. They have a good front, 
and it's underrated. But it's again, what scares me is these are the kind of teams if Stafford can move around okay in his ankle, he can he can kind of take over to a degree. Now the other thing to look out for is Galladay. They need uh, yes. Galladay to be healthy. They need a third option on the pass offense. That's a big issue too. But uh, so that's why I kind of chickened out. Yeah, I think your logic or our logic is the same, really. I, I just was scared that man Stafford made you know a few plays at the end and it became a close football game. So he, that's he why I only went ten dollars. He almost did it. That's why I mean, right. they were down like seventeen right. in like four minutes. Yes. They're down three. Right. Uh, my my thing is. Uh, Oh, uh, Eric Berger saying, I'm pretty sure Lefko is 127 on his Lefko locks picks <laughs> going against the new Mount Munts. Uh, I don't know for sure. I'm not. Uh, I've gone two and two every single week. Uh, it's pretty annoying. I am the mush, though. You're I'm, the mush? I'm 100% a mush. And Nelson showed me the clip from Goodfellas. Do you remember this? Where they're, at, they're like, come on, kryptonite. And they're at the horse race. Right. And then the mush is walking oh, down the, the stairs. He's going, kryptonite. Oh, and they, they start up. ripping up yeah. the tickets even beforehand. Yes, yes. We, we, we want to Photoshop my head onto the mush. <laughs> I like I am kind of, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I didn't root on the Indians last night, but if I root for your team, it's bad news, <laughs> Bears. It's probably why I picked against the Panthers for Thursday Night Football. Let's go next to Cleveland at Houston. Houston is nine-and-a-half-point favorites with their new Sterling quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun has the offense at 12. The Houston Texans' defense is at 13. They did lose J.J. Watt. They did lose Whitney Merciless. Browns' offense is 21st. Their defense is 5th in the NFL. And it's only going to get better as Miles Garrett starts to really settle in. Uh, now, let's, let's just, before we pick, okay. they're not really the fifth best defense in football. Okay, so let's just clarify that. This is yeah. where numbers skew everybody's thought. You know, Pittsburgh, when they threw the, wanted to throw the ball, they threw it on Cleveland, period. Now, you look at the rest of the games they've played. Teams have been winning, and they run the ball in the fourth quarter. The mm. Bengals, the game was over in the first quarter. They won 31-7, to so they quit. So that, that their stats are inflating. It's a good defense. I'm just saying it's not the fifth-ranked defense in football. Let me go over some quick stats um, just so you guys can understand what happened at the end of the Browns-Jets game. Browns outgained the Jets 419-212, yep. but they had three turnovers and two missed field goals. Yep. Kevin Hogan, when he came in, went 16-19 of 19 for 194 and two touchdowns. Played really well. Uh, Houston, they're 9-1 in their last 10 home games against a team with losing records. They're right. a very good team. Yep. Sims, I went crazy. Did you? Just ten dollars, oh. but I'm going on the Cleveland Browns plus nine and a half. Uh, um, yeah, there it is, plus nine and a half. I I I think that this is a, a game where Deshaun Watson is coming off of another big performance. I know he can go deep. I know that there's so many things in my head right now about why Houston should win. Right. To me, it's the deflation of losing those guys on defense, J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, and I just think that they're going to keep it close, Cleveland. I don't know why. Sometimes I have I go through and I go, that's a weird game to me. It just yeah. feels weird in my head right. because every Sunday I sit there and go, I can't believe that, that the Browns kept it close. Right. I just think 10 points is a I don't it's not a lot. I just don't know why I'm thinking it's a no, lot. No, it that's a lot. I mean, I Houston's going to win the football game. And listen, you think you're going to Crazyville? Well, Welcome to the mayor of Crazyville. What? Bam! 290 on the Browns. Believe Lind. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I did like... Did you try and games me right I there? I did not. I did not. I was just sitting there just letting Holy you talk. crap. Yeah, I, I first of all... So I, you and me combined is 300. <laughs> I, I, well, I had to go 300, but I messed up the math, so I had to take $10 away from somebody, so I <gasps> took $10. Uh, me not so smart, okay? Me play football. Me want to throw football, okay? <laughs> me meathead. Um, but regardless, I think the 
the thing I looked at more than anything. I mean, the Browns' defense is solid. Like I said, it's not the fifth-best defense in football, but it's good. They're good up front. They're not going to be overpowered by Houston, Texas. This is wild. Uh, they're going to do some crazy things in the secondary that I do think will make life hard on Deshaun Watson. They're not going to leave DeAndre Hopkins one-on-one. They don't do that stuff a whole lot. And then I look at the other side of the ball. Cleveland, first of all, it's a it's a letdown for the Houston Texans. They're they're going to be missing two of their three best defensive Good. players. All right, I like. So that's agreeing. a little scary too. There, I mean, without JJ Watt, and like I've said earlier in the week, Whitney Merciless is probably even a bigger injury than JJ Watt because he does more on the defensive side of the ball for them. So that really does hurt them. Kevin Hogan, like you referred to, yeah. he played really well. The other, I like, thing, I, the other yeah. thing I want to say is too. Yeah. Kansas City lets up a lot of yards. By the way, Claire Wind is welcoming us because we're betting on the Browns. Hey. Um, if you really think about how that game ended, right? It was like some hail marys. Which which one are you talking about? Houston. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Throwing it fifty yards down the field. No, the game was it was thirty nine to twenty. And Kansas City's yeah. defense is not that great. No. Like in terms of stopping teams, no, they no. allow a lot. And, right. and Houston relied on some bombs at the end of the game. I think made it look a lot closer than Agreed. it was. Agreed. Totally. A hundred percent. And I mean, look, uh, Watson's fantastic. Yeah, and I think Cleveland. I've liked their game plans the last few weeks offensively. Like I really have. Now, I mean. Listen, there was a horrible call on Deshaun Kaiser throwing the old sprint right pass where Marcus May intercepted it. Like That was a horrible call by Hugh Jackson. It gives the quarterback no option. It was a dumb decision by Kaiser. Hey, running the option to the left side of the field with Kaiser so he had a pitch with his left hand on the first drive of the game, and then they fumble when they're on the three-yard line. and get no. Those are That's dumb crap, so I don't know yeah. what to say about that. I saw someone but commenting on I think what? they're going to keep it close. 23-20 is what I'm saying. Houston wins 23-20. Um, I saw uh, someone commenting and saying, this is really dumb. Why would you give up on Deshaun Kaiser now? I think sometimes it's good to give a rookie quarterback a break. Yes. Because right now, I mean, Physically, he has to be feeling exhausted. so mentally exhausted right. from right. all of this. Mm-hmm. Let, he's not going to feel intimidated if Kevin Hogan goes out there. Yeah. He still knows he's the guy. Mm-hmm. But give him a few weeks to just watch everything. Certainly. And, you know, Deshaun Watson got to watch a little bit. Trubisky got to watch a little bit. Mahomes is getting to watch Listen, a lot. You learn something. Let's pump. Th- he's not the franchise answer yet either. Just because he was drafted in the second round does not mean he's the franchise answer. I, I I'm not going to sit here and lie to the public and just tell you, well, he's definitely their franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. No, I'm not sold on Deshaun Kaiser by I any know. stretch of the imagination. There's things that are definitely a plus. I mean, there's th- his athletic, his size, he does have a strong arm. But what also concerned me in college, why I had him the fourth or fifth-ranked quarterback coming out, is the decision-making can be poor. And he misses too many, what I would say, just – should be consistently completed NFL passes. For an NFL starter, they should be slammed on completions, and he's off on target on that sometimes. Let's go to another one. This is Tampa Bay at Arizona. Have you bet any money yet, really? you got some money coming up here. I huh? do. Tampa yeah. Bay, two and a half. Well, no, I put 100 on New Orleans. I right. put 100 on San Francisco. Right. 300 on Atlanta. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, Tampa yeah, yeah. Bay, sixth-ranked offense, 30th-ranked defense. Arizona, 14th-ranked offense, 15th-ranked defense. Defense. Arizona is coming off the bludgeoning at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles. Tampa Bay, they have they have canned their kicker, the worst number two in the history of the Tampa Bay Bucks. You were the best number two. Oh, Who is you. the best number two in the history of the Tampa Bay Bucks? Uh, Who's your competition? Mm, I don't know. That's, that's a short list. It's probably just me and a bunch of kickers, really. So uh, I'm the best number two ever. I am actually going with the underdog here. Right. I'm going $10 on Arizona at home. Okay. Arizona beat Tampa Bay at home last season 40-7. to seven. Right. Uh, And Tampa in their only road game of the year was awful. 
lost at Minnesota 34-17, and Jameis was all over the place. Mm -hmm. This Arizona defense is still good. The reason I believe that they fell to the Eagles 21-0 early, it was the West Coast team playing at 10 a.m. in the morning against Philadelphia. And look, I know they don't have a good running game. I think that this is a good defense for them to start going against Tampa yeah. Bay. And I think that, that Tampa Bay is going to show themselves to be an 8-8 eight and eight football team this season where they, they play really well at home and they're rough on the road. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think they were – I thought that they should have lost by a lot more than New England. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that Giants game, they got lucky too. Um, so I, I just think that this is an Arizona home, another one where people go, what the heck happened? Right. And I want to pick a few of them every week, and Arizona is my team, one of my teams this week. You win $10 there? $10. Yeah, I, I mean, this is a, it's a coin flip game. Um, I, I'm putting $10 on Tampa Bay. Okay, but good difference. I'm not, I'm not feeling confident about that. I'm picking the Bucks to win the game 23-20. to 20. Uh, it does scare me. A lot of the reasons you said, right? I mean, Arizona's defense is still pretty solid. It's their offense that puts them in a lot of bad situations. I don't know if Tampa's defense is strong enough to take advantage of the Arizona weaknesses on that si- on the offensive side of the ball for Arizona. Like, Arizona's offensive line stinks, so don't get it wrong. Yeah. They, they really but do. But Noah Spence ain't getting five But, yeah, I just don't know if they're good enough to completely just, you know, absolutely just bull rush that team and Carson Palmer play after play after play. Now, Gerald McCoy will be a handful in the middle, certainly. Um, but I, I just think at the end of the day, I picked Tampa to win the football game because, really, I'm just going to say their offensive line play has been a little bit better. I think the run game with Doug Martin will continue to get a little bit better as we go. And I just think that they're going to be a little bit desperate and they're less of a dumpster fire than the Arizona Cardinals. I will stick with my old reasoning with Arizona. They would screw up a wet dream. They wake up right before climax every time. They're always like, oh, I woke up. It was just about to happen. And Canvasser, you know. if I send you a picture, get in my ear, is it possible for you to put it on the screen? <laughs> um, I'm not. You're not. Ta- okay, I'm gonna send you a picture. I just had someone post something on my Facebook page. Right. Uh, that's just unbelievable. Is it? Uh, should I email it to him? To Brefo? Okay. Let me see if I can find it. It's so good. It's worth it. Um, man, hold on. I'm gonna save it. You guys have to deal with me. I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. Uh, but the, yeah, it's a scary game regardless. I just think when you when you don't, if you're at home, I wouldn't bet on this game. I mean, with Jameis's carelessness with the football, Carson Palmer's carelessness with the football, that offensive line, there's just so many issues when I look at it in general. Uh, I do think one thing you got to take into account, too, is, you know, no more Marcus Golden for the Arizona Cardinals rushing the passer. That's a pretty big deal. He's a good player. I know he's not a superstar, but he is a good player. And the other thing, like, you're going to see Patrick uh, Patrick Peterson matched up on Mike That Evans. was my point that I was going to make well, before I got distracted, but I, is the one strength of Tampa Bay, which right, is lobbing it up. Right. You get the best, maybe the best corner on the other side of the football. Yeah, I, but, but see, it's still, Mike Evans is such a hard matchup because he's such a yeah. huge man. and. And Patrick Peterson, hey, listen, he's still really good, but just like it's over as far as like he's not one of the five best corners in football anymore, just so you know. Yeah, Sam Conkey just hooked it up. It might be Conk, it might be Conkey, but he hooked it up. Brefo's got the picture. We're going to put it up in a second. Okay. It, it was so good that it really distracted you me. Have, so you have no idea where this is going. Thanks for carrying me. Hey, no All problem. right, let's go to Rams at Jacksonville. Real interesting game. It is. Jacksonville is the dreaded two-and-a-half-point home favorite. Ooh. Jacksonville's offense is 20th. Their defense is 14th. But let's be real, their defense is scary. 
very good. Yes, it is. Rams offense is fifth. Their defense is 20th. Uh, what I, a few things that I took into account here. The Rams on the road are scoring pretty well. Right. Against the Niners, they put up 41. Yep. Against the Cowboys, they put up 35. Right. For me also, it's their second straight week against that Seattle. Jacksonville's not running the Seattle scheme, are they? They are. They are. They are. So it's the second week. Now it's they're younger and faster and more athletic. They're the better version. They of are Seattle the better defense. one. Yeah. But I do think there's something about seeing the same dropbacks sure. and also Sean McVay drawing it up. Sure. I went ten dollars here on the Rams. Right. I was very tempted to go with Jacksonville here, but when it came down to, I believe that the the Steelers' offense is not that great right now, and I know that you don't want to throw against Jacksonville, mm-hmm. but I just think the scheme of Sean McVay. When you told me how much was open for the Rams and and what he missed. And then I watched Cooper Cup drop that ball. And then I think again to – and I I just think again to their – they might have to rely on Blake Bortles. I'm just going to go $10 on the Rams here even though I – my heart wants to go on Jacksonville. Yeah, I – this is, again, a scary game. Um, What is the spread for this game just in general? Oh, okay. Well, either way. I'm going Jacksonville, but I'm putting $10 on it. Okay. I think Jacksonville is going to win this game 19-16. to 16. Uh, You hit on a lot of the good points, definitely. I mean, I love the McVay offense, certainly. Uh, but Jared Goff still scares me, and it scares me more this week against oh, Jacksonville man. than it did against Seattle. Like I said, Jacksonville's the better version of Seattle. I know that's we have to just get that into our minds because when you say it out loud, it doesn't make sense. But, no, literally, if you go through each position, I'm taking Jacksonville a lot more of their defenders right now than Seattle. Seattle's a year older. It's it's coming to an end for that group. Let me ask you, I have Jacksonville yeah. in fantasy. Should I just play them every week at this well, point? I, I, yeah, I mean, the, the defense is, I mean, they're not going to let up a ton of yards. The games they lose, what happens really more than anything is their offense is just so inept yes. that their defense just gets worn down because they're on the field the whole game and there's nothing they can Selfish do. Selfish left-go fantasy question. Right. Who's better, Falcons D against Miami or Jacksonville's D against the Rams? Ooh, I probably would trust the Falcons D more in that matchup. Uh, Steve DeDonato calling me out saying the LEFKOE man is only betting 10s and 100s. Well, you know, I like to save my money for what I really trust. The problem is is that when I trust things, right. it doesn't always work. Wait, hold on. I'm not done talking about this game. Are right, we going fine. on? I just no, want to say, go, well, go. the other thing, if you're going to be – I mean, the Rams' run defense is one of the worst in football. So that's right. that's a little issue too because I can promise you they're going to get a heavy dose of Leonard Fournette yeah, new for man sure. Crush. Man, he is my man crush. I mean, you you give me Aaron Rodgers and and Leonard Fournette in the same room, I don't know what I'll do. I might be disgusting. Who knows? But regardless, what does that mean? <laughs> I love them. Don't answer that. Don't 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 let me go down that road right now. Uh, but regardless, uh, it just scares me in that way. You could be right. You bet ten dollars, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a scary game with these two quarterbacks. Golf is going to have some opportunities to make some big plays. Will he strike? I don't know. I also know he can strike with idiocracy as well. Idiocy. Idiocy, thank you. Uh, And do some stupid crap like he did last week as well. That's why it scares me. But I'm picking Jacksonville, 1916. So what happens, what's really scary about me putting a lot of money on one team, is I have a history of being a mush. And our man Sam Conkey hooked it up. He posted this on my Facebook page. Left go the mush. <laughs> I like it. This is left go the mush. Oh man! With some nice '80s theme music. You look like Harvey Weinstein there. On really bad timing. <laughs> Keep potted plants away uh, from me. Sorry. No, but this is the character in in um, what, Bronx Tale. I think it was not Goodfellas. Yeah, Bronx I was gonna Tale. say it wasn't. Not he Goodfellas. was the Jinx in Goodfellas. 
Yeah, Bronx yeah. Tale is when he's at Bronx the track. Tale. He's like, come on, kryptonite. Right. Come on, kryptonite. And Sonny sees it, and he goes, oh, the jinx is in. And they Immediately pull it out. Right. starts, yeah, left go the mush. Yep. Sam Conkey, I salute you. Way to that go, Conkey. That was fantastic. And it, that's why it caught me off guard, because it right. was so good. Uh, all right, let's go to Chargers. Oh, no, no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Pittsburgh at Kansas City, another great game. I texted you about this and said, Sims, I don't get it. How are the Chiefs only favored by four? Right. Chiefs are the second-ranked offense. Steelers have the fourth-ranked defense. Yep. Steelers' offense is 17th, and the Chiefs' defense is 27th. Yep. Chiefs are favored. Just like last year, their defense. Yep. Chiefs are favored by four and a half. This is not where I'm putting my money, Sims. I'm only going $10 on the Chiefs. So what did you text me for? It was so weird about the line. Because I thought about it. Right. Here I have the Steelers' Did you notice defense. how I didn't respond to your text? Because I thought it seemed pretty freaking normal to me. <laughs> this is where you thought I was going to put money. I was hoping. <laughs> no Chris Conley. Right. Kelsey and concussion protocol. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, the Chiefs, this is a kind of offense I think the Steelers are going to be able to kind of shift with. Yeah, I hear you. I, I honestly think this could be a really close game. I am just not betting against this freight train that is the Chiefs right now. Right. And I'm not going to bet on Big Ben, and I'm not going to bet on that offense right now because it's all over the place. Right. There are some very interesting statistics. The Steelers are 0-5 and 0-3-2 against the spread in their last five games as underdogs of five points or more. Okay. But I've told you about this before. The Chiefs don't cover a lot at home because mm-hmm. the spreads are usually too big. This one seemed a little low. Right. I just don't see the athletes on the Chiefs. And I think this is when the Steelers' defense, the national media, yeah. starts realizing it's Le'Veon Bell and the Chiefs' defense, right. and they get out of their heads that it's Big Ben, Big Ben, Big Ben. Right. But I, I want my, my pick to be on the Chiefs. Yeah. You're going $10. $10. Though. Yeah. I, I'm only going $10 as well. I'm picking Pittsburgh. Hey. But it's a, a close game. I'm picking Kansas City to win the game 24-20. And just so you know, again, I'm going to clarify, I pick these scores and I pick my game of who's going to win. Before you even look at the spreads. Before spread. I even look at the spreads because I have to do the picks article for Bleacher Report on Wednesday afternoon before I even get into this. So, uh I do think Kansas City will win this football game, but I think it's going to be close. I think, first of all, Pittsburgh's going to be pretty motivated by the way they played last week. Uh, I think also that, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a little bit more focused by his performance, and I do think they're going to continue to try to get back into the Le'Veon Bell ground and pound. They wanted to do that last week against Jacksonville, but he just made mistakes, Roethlisberger, and it put them behind, and it was all of a sudden it was 20-9, to and they had to start throwing more than they wanted, and then it just all, you know, kind of went downhill. Uh, but I think, like Lefko, what you said, first of all, the Steelers' defense, they're athletic enough up front and on the edge with Dupree and Watt and Shazier and Vince Williams in the middle. They're going to be good on all the stuff going sideline to sideline with Tyree Kill, Kareem Hunt. The Steelers' defense is really good. There's no denying that. And uh, I do think they are a tough matchup for Kansas City. On the other side of the ball, I do think you're going to see, like I said, Le'Veon Bell, and they're going to try to control the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Only thing is, they're not going to control it like the AFC Divisional Playoff game last year. The Chiefs are better up front. With the Chris Jones, Benny, Benny Logan, right, they are doing like – they're playing some defenses where they just put those three guys over the center guard guard, and they just go, man, we're going to stop the inside run game and use our athletes to stop the outside run game, and, and then we're going to have seven and eight guys back in pass coverage. Uh, but regardless, Close I do game. think I think Kansas City wins the football game. Yeah, I really do. I think Kansas City's got to be motivated by the fact of like, okay, you're five and zero, you're the team, and we're still kind of questioning you. And this is going to be another 
they're going to remember that they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers right. in the divisional playoff without game. scoring a touchdown. Right, and they want to win. They want to win home field There's advantage in the playoffs. This is these are the kind of games they need to win right now, and they can keep themselves kind of ahead of the pack. You guys check out episode one thirty five of the podcast. Your dad, Big Phil, yeah. came on, and we talked a lot about how Kansas City's offense is revolutionizing the NFL right. in terms of going side to side and all these different plays. Yeah. If Kansas City comes out this week against mm-hmm. a defense that you're really high on, right. and comes up with more new plays yeah. without some of their big athletes on offense right. and runs away with this one. Right. I mean, I'm already really confident, yeah, right. but this is an interesting trap game in terms of a really good defense, right. but it's not really a trap game because you're right. The motivation is there I for the playoffs there. last year. I, I forgot is. about motivation. I'm happy I'm on Kansas City's side. Good. Big Ben. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, you're right. It's gonna, See, well, we got Ben it is. because you came out on Sunday and said, I don't got it, and you right. spent all week going, I mean, I got it. I was kidding. I got it. It was right. a joke. I got it. Right. Let's see if you got it. Right. I don't think you got it. <laughs> Have you seen Big Ben's arms? I did arms today. I look at and his I'm legs. I'm very more confident his about legs my arms than like Big your Ben. Arms. That's the problem. I got better legs than Big Ben. Definitely. Without a doubt. You got thunder thighs over there, hey, kid. Hey, baby. You don't have an extra side of a dunk, but you have thunder thighs. I don't need a dunk. <laughs> I got a front dunk. Let's go. <laughs> a front Chargers dunk. at Raiders. Oh, don't tell Fendrick. I'll edit that out. Chargers <laughs> at Raiders. Raiders offense. Man, we love top down in the first two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we did. 30th it. in I the NFL. It. 23rd in terms of defense. Chargers offense is 11th. Their defense is 24th. Uh, the line is off. Because we don't know if we're getting Derek Carr or if we're getting EJ Manuel. Is the line really off? Yeah, still. Okay. I don't know. I saw something yesterday where the line was on, but whatever. We're Chargers are 1-15 in, in their last 16 games against AFC West teams. Jeez. Just straight up. Woo. Their division kicks their ass. <laughs> it does. Against the spread, right. they're 6-9-1. and one. Okay. So they get a little bit overrated. Derek Carr is playing, dude. You think so? Oh, well, Chargers are 0-7 against the spread in their last seven late afternoon games. Damn. I don't know what that means. That's crazy. I'm going Chargers. Okay. Ten dollars. Yeah. Um I literally have no reason why. Well, so you're just picking them to win the game though? I guess so. I guess you are. Yeah. Since there's no why. I guess you're I'm, I'm picking the Chargers. Uh I don't know what's you're going on. You're not crazy. It's not it's fine. This is a toss up game. Who are you right going now. with? I'm going. I picked Oakland to win the game 24 21 simply from the fact, uh, left call, I'm with you. I'm scared. I mean, the Chargers are going to be able to throw the ball That's what on I'm the saying. Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders, they have an issue in the secondary. And and G- Gary and Conley needs to get healthy because Sean Smith cannot be he's trusted not on playing. the outside. No, I mean, he he's he played, had a play outside corner last week. I'm saying week. Gary and Conley is definitely not playing. Is he definitely out? Definitely out. Man, that's a, For that's, an extended period of time. Oh, that's, that's, that does. That hurts the Oakland Raiders. So, uh, But I just think of it this way. First of all, I, I don't think the Chargers – the Chargers' run defense is really bad. So, again, I do think the Raiders will be able to get that going. The Raiders were close to getting it going last week against the Ravens. The game got away from them a little bit, and then it became they have to throw the ball. E.J. Manuel did some good things in the game. Um, I know it won't be him, but if it does have to be him by some miracle thing – I mean, Carr has kind of said he's playing, and it seems like the Raiders, they've released a statement like, we're willing to sacrifice his health to win this game. Um, so I think they are in desperation mode. I think the Raiders still semi-believe they're pretty good. I think they're going to win a close, ugly game. Their defense has to be embarrassed a little bit by the oh, way man. I played last week. But I just think Carr and company, I think their pressure of the o- Oakland organization, everything's going to be on them a little bit more than the Chargers. 
And I think Michael Decker's asking if Amari yeah. Cooper is going to get out of the slump. By the way, I don't, there's a radio station in Oakland yeah. that's saying they're hearing Garen Conley might be out for the season. Jeez, is this all the shin stuff still? Pain tolerance and all that stuff. Man. But Amari Cooper, yeah. we, we talk about this every week. Yeah. And every week we go, he doesn't look right. Yeah. He doesn't seem right. And you heard is the I athleticism said, still there? It is still there. But you heard what I said or I told you yesterday on the podcast. I mean, the thing that's concerning to me is – the, the, the offense and the quarterbacks have lost confidence in Amari Cooper. So that's really the big thing to look at. Because when there's one-on-one on both sides and all things are equal, it's Crabtree, Cooper, the quarterbacks don't even bother looking at Amari Cooper anymore. He's not even a part of it. Even if it's man-to-man on Cooper and it's zone on the other side, the quarterbacks play zone. They don't trust Amari Cooper. You could tell. And then you can also tell by some of the play calling, too. They don't trust him. Uh, he is definitely in his own head. We've seen him before. Yes. And I don't – I'm not saying – he's not bouncing back until I see it. Like, he's going to have to go off in a game for me to believe he's bouncing back. So, so I would be very careful with that. Guys, check this out on Facebook. It's coming out Thursday, which is today when we're recording this. The Marshawn Lynch series that Bleacher Report is doing called No Script. Yeah, No Script. Uh, I watched it this morning on the train. You have to watch this. Amazing. It's gonna, we did a show with Marshawn Lynch in which we just go around and do things. The first episode is Marshawn Lynch going to a racetrack and drifting. I'm talking about he ripped the shred of the tires off, and the driver is this Italian guy going, stop, 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 please stop, you're ruining the tires. And Marshawn's going, I'll buy you new tires. You need to watch it. Watch No Script on Facebook. It's a Bleacher Report show. It's with Marshawn Lynch. Everybody wanted a show. It's already out. Check it out. We're doing a big premiere in the offices later today. When your contract's up and you know why they don't want to pay you as much money. Because they probably gave Marshawn those tires. tires. (laughs) The tires cut into your your bank account. Well, you know what, Sims? Yes. If I'm not going to get money for my contract, then I better make it on this next game. Giants. Broncos, Sunday night football, Denver's 3-1, and one. the Giants are, oh, Dallin, 5. Denver's offense is 13th, their defense is 1. Giants' offense is 19th, their defense is 26. All right, that's crazy. And the Broncos are favored by 12. Um, Did you go as hard as me is the question. I'm harder than you, baby. You think so? Denver is 15 With and four. Front, Den- front dunk. Denver is 15 and four against the spread in their last 19 home games after a bye. All right. They're 21 and six in their last 27 after a bye. So we're going back to 1990. <laughs> the Giants are two and 12 straight up. And 3-10-1 against the spread in their last 14 games on the road against teams with winning records. These stats are ridiculous. (laughs) And their last 17 games as an underdog. Just straight up. The Giants are 3-14. Gosh. I am going. The old Patriots bet $800 on the Denver Broncos. They have no... (laughs) The Giants have no receivers. They have no playbook. They're kicking DRC out. He's going to be suspended. They've lost the locker room. You're talking about a crap coach with no talent going on the road to a team coming off of a bye in a primetime game with a defense with Akib Dalib and Chris Harris Jr. and Von Miller and Bradley Shaquille Roby Barrett, Bradley Roby, and, and Brandon Marshall, yep. and they are literally licking their chops to tear apart the New York team. 
I, I just don't see how it's not a 25, 30 point win. <laughs> this, if this line was 19, I'd put $800 on it. And I know that I'm saying some stuff right now that could blow back on my face when I re-air it on Monday. I just, and I know that I've gotten zero Sunday night games right all season. I mean, zero. I well, went back and looked back. Yeah. I didn't get Houston right last week. I've got them all wrong. Oh, you're right. I was thinking the Redskins Chiefs game. That was a Monday night game, but so we Monday got it game. right. We just got screwed. I, I, I Denver beat the crap out of them. All right. Really beat the crap shut out up. of them. Shut up. Gosh, damn. Do you ever shut up? Holy cow. Put my damn thing on there, okay? Where the hell's, I, where the hell's my music? I don't get all. What the, what the hell is that? Oh, I just get the horse. Okay, I'll take the front dunk too then. Uh, but regardless, Hashtag I mean, I'm going $500. I mean, you made all the points. I don't have anything more to say. I think the only thing that scares me is just Trevor Simeon, every now and then during a game, he thinks he's Aaron Rodgers for like four plays. And I go and I go like, whoa, horsey. Give me the horse sound again. Let me rein him in. Roar, horsey. Hold on there. Uh, (laughs) Hold on, Trevor. You're Trevor Simeon. Don't be Aaron Rodgers yet. You're getting close, but come on. Uh, That's the only thing that scares me is him throwing, like, pick sixes to a Landon Collins. But I know. I I wanted to actually do, like, $800 on the I'm going to be very honest. Yeah. It started off with $1,300 on Denver. That would have been awesome. I was going to go 10, 10, 10 for everything and then $1,300 on Denver, but I just needed some safety nets. I'm going 24 to 10 Broncos, and I really think it's going to be like one of those 24-7 games or maybe even 24-3 with like a late touchdown to make it 24-10. But, yes, the defense is scary for the Giants. Oh, my gosh. The The Broncos' offense is better than it's been in years. They can run it. They can throw it. All the, you talked about the distractions, the injuries. What the hell is the Giants offense going to do against that Broncos defense? I just, I'm I don't so know. I'm so excited. I don't know what they I'm can so, do. I've never been more excited for a Sunday Night Football game to watch Ben McAdoo like this. Um, let's call the, let's call the, the slant again. Um, let's call the hitch curl route again. Um, um, let's call the same run play 45 times. What a loser, dude. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, he's a loser. Horrible. I don't know if he's, he's not a, a loser. loser. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yes. But Fat Riley has taken a fat L, and it's going to be – please keep gel in your hair. What do you think – this is a great question. What is he thinking – what is McAdoo thinking when he's putting in the gel in his hair? Do you think he's – give me the, the ISO. Do you think he's looking in a mirror and he's just like, Ben, this is it, baby. This is the game that you're going to really – that slant flat is going to just absolutely get him this week. Man, I'm going to go out there with these four backup wide receivers and just oh, dominate. Man. Do you think when Ben McAdoo does his hair, he's in the mirror? I like the slick back look, though, better than his old look. Like his old, I don't know what you would call it, just Johnny uh, traditional look. A soccer mom? Uh, yeah, or whatever soccer dad. Aged know. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, <laughs> that kind of hairstyle, you're exactly right. All right, Monday Night Football. Indy, Tennessee, this line is also off because are we going to get Marcus Mariota? Uh, Titans offense is 24th, their defense is 21st. Colts offense is 25th, their defense is 31st. But I will say this, uh, Jacoby's been looking good. He has. Jacoby has been looking good. Colts have won 11 straight games against the Titans. Mm. It's the longest streak in the NFL. 11 straight? 10-1 and one against the spread, so they're Holy also crap. covering. That's shocking. Colts are 0-5 against the spread in their last five games against a win the, after a win. Right. And the Titans, in their last 32 home games, 
nine and 23. Right. Just straight up. Right. There's no home field advantage. Mm-hmm. I think that we might be getting Matt Castle, so I'm going to go $10 on the Indianapolis Colts. I say the streak continues. Tennessee looked awful. Indianapolis, they're like... They're better than what they're, they're better. They are better. They're not great. Their defense really stinks. I think that's the real thing that you have to be concerned about. Now, yeah, what Ken, are, it, Matt Castle, please. Play. I think you're right. I Holy mean, crap. even if it's Mariota, I think it's it's the same thing. We're still going to be concerned about their pass offense being able to expose the Colts on yes. that end of the uh, uh, on the defensive side. So uh, I totally get it. I picked the Tennessee Titans to win thirty to twenty-seven. Uh, just. Because I think Mariota will play. I think they're going to realize, like, hey, we're kind of desperate. Let's let's get get you out there. I think they'll be smart with how they use him. Uh, and I just think at the end of the day, too, uh, I just think Tennessee's the hair better football team. Um, but it's scary altogether. There's this is something I would Canvas definitely say. When with. the when the actual lines come in, like I'm looking right now, that Oakland is actually favored by three. Do we are we going based off of the off, like it's just a 50-50 game, or is it with the new spread? We're going to stick with off. So we're just okay. picking who's going to win straight up. Okay. I would, don't bet on that show. game regardless. I wouldn't bet on either game that's no. off. Don't mess with All right, with so it. let's talk about the games that we would advise people to bet on. If you're going to bet, we would not advise you betting. Don't, excuse me, don't bet on the NFL. It's absolutely freaking crazy as evidenced by us. Yeah. But I am putting 300 on Atlanta over the Dolphins. You are putting 500. Uh I am putting 800 on Denver. You are putting 500 on Denver. Those are our two big bets of the week. Right. We are both betting on Cleveland. I am betting 10. You are betting 290 to cover Ooh. that nine and a half. Come on, Cleveland. Uh, Houston. Uh, I am putting 100 on San Francisco. You are putting $10 on San Francisco. Yep. And I am putting 100 on New Orleans. You are putting 10 on New Orleans. So the big ones are Atlanta and Denver. Right. Those will 100% be in my Lefko locks. Now i got to kind of figure out, am I going to go with San Francisco and New Orleans? Right. But, or Cleveland. We'll see. Um, it's that time. It's that time. Your favorite time of the week. Are you ready? Garen, T, Toulouse, Sims, let's start off first. J-E-T-S. Loose, loose, loose. Sorry, New York Jets. Uh, you know who's coming to town? Oh, yeah, his name's Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah, they kind of own you for a living. They're going to win. Gronkowski's healthy. Jets are better than people realize, but it doesn't matter. This is your big brother who likes to whoop your butt yearly. Sorry, Jets, you lose. Second team? Kyle Shanahan's tattooed on his leg, but the Niners might be tattooed because the San Francisco 49ers. Don't even know why we're singing that, but you're going to lose anyways. Yes, my best friend is Kyle Shanahan, but that doesn't mean I'm crazy and going to pick him to beat the Redskins. Sorry, Slugger. You're going to lose again, San Francisco. It'll be close, but the Redskins are just quite honestly the better football team in all phases, and the 49ers are going across the country for the second week in a row, and that plays into my thinking. And the guaranteed to lose lock of the year. Whoa, Big Blue is going to big lose. Sorry, I talked to Big Phil Sims, and he said, you know what? The Giants are going to lose. I said, whoa, you used to play quarterback for them. So, yeah, you are going to lose. That's right. Hey, the Denver Broncos are awesome. They're one of the best teams in football. And sorry, Giants, you are definitely one of the worst teams in football. You don't have Odell Beckham Jr. or Brandon Marshall. And have you seen the Broncos defense? 
<laughs> it's kind of good. Next up, we're going to Miami. Bienvenido, Ami, Ami. Sorry. Dolphins, have you watched film of yourself lately? And you had a coach that was doing some questionable things on TV. Or Powder. On Whoa, you're going to lose. You know why? Also, because one team's got Matt Ryan and you got Jay Cutler. You're the Dolphins. They're the Falcons. They were in the Super Bowl. They had extra time off. Lefko's mom said you're going to lose, so I go with Sharon Lefko because what she says is usually correct. Yep, and she said that the Falcons are also coming off of a bye. Last one up. Put the car and the guy in the car and the car going to go. Chicken in the car, car won't go. That's how you spell Chicago. Chicago's going to lose. Going to Baltimore. Done with my rhyme. The Ravens are tough to beat at home. Period. Sorry. Ooh, and good they're still rap. good, okay? They're good on defensive side of the football. It'll be a close one. Trubisky just doesn't have enough help. Sorry, Mitchell Trubisky. Bears gonna lose. Man, I'll tell you what. That was almost as good as Eminem's rap. Hey, that was amazing. Please look at that rap. That was one of my favorites of all time. Jets, Niners, Giants, Dolphins, Bears, they are all guaranteed to lose. lose. I need to go back and see what your record is overall. Also, someone did ask this. Yes. Has Sims hit any scores exactly? I will go back and look at that as well. Okay. Good job. Hey, thank you. Uh, Let's root for the Giants. I mean, excuse me. Oh, definitely not. Let's root for the Broncos. Let's root for the Falcons. Yeah. Good luck this week. Right, we have a you. lot of differences. We do. I want to catch you in the records, but I'm going to have to try and catch you in the money Screw first. Screw you. I hope you lose. Guys, hope you enjoy your weekend. Good luck if you are betting on games. Everyone that put that out there, the pictures. Who was it? Sam Conkey, you are the man. We love you. We will see you guys on Monday, and the podcast comes out Tuesday. Enjoy yourselves for Sims. Peace out, Bendrick homies. would say goodnight, and I say L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. Holler at you.